right. That's right. GIF, it's Manson Mitchell with Gary Manson, Suzanne Mitchell. A double shot of good conversation with great guests to jumpstart your weekend. Manson Mitchell, you're on the air. Thank you, Eric Kramer. Hi, everybody. Season's greetings to you. Wow, we're into December already. Where did this year go? And it's not like nothing happened. There, but it's When it's December, it's like, okay, time to take stock and let's see what 2023 will hold for us. We may find out a bit more than we know right now because today, once again, I believe this is her 12th visit at Christmas time. We're talking about Carol Bromley, a Christmas Carol once again. Seems like we were just doing this. Well, that's all part of the point. Time flies, and we want to make the best use of what we have in this hour. And the best is bringing Carol Bromley to us. But before we do that, and keep your dialing fingers ready because when Suzanne Mitchell gives out the numbers. We're going to want you to call, and as time allows, we will have a few messages that Carol, through her good graces, and with the help of her wonderful spirit guide, Hannah, about whom too much cannot be said. She's an extraordinary soul. We will be uh, at your service. So let's see how today goes. A Christmas Carol for 2022. Let's say hello to bad boy Benny Mathers here on Manson Mitchell. You've been with us about forever and a half, but here we are again, Benny. Wow, if I could put a time frame on forever and a half. Uh, that sounds like a long time, Gary. <laughs> it does when you put it that way. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's great. We are uh, Right now, I am on the phone because Suzanne Mitchell is doing a reboot there in order to get rid of some technical uh, grammar. It might be the Grinch. It's Christmas season, so if you're looking for a culprit, you might as well point the finger at the Grinch. But then uh, we'll be back up and running here in no time. Meanwhile, hope all of you, our listeners, are doing well and anticipating a great holiday season. Hope you had a great Thanksgiving. And now, wow, Christmas coming up, New Year's, and so much potential. That's the way we like to look at life, rather metaphysically at that here on Manson Mitchell. I would like to introduce Carol Bromley as someone who is my friend across the pond. She is a loving and compassionate lady who has a natural gift of mediumship, but not one that she took for granted. Carol Bromley has been working for decades, principally in the UK. She's popular around the world, and she has an enormous client. I shouldn't say enormous. That's supposed to denote something negative. How about the immensity of her presence is graced by a very large clientele who depend on her for reliable wisdom and messages from the spirit world. She is a medium in full, as it were. Carol Bromley, welcome back once again to Manson Mitchell. Oh, my word, Gary Manson, Suzanne Mitchell and Benny there. I am so happy to be back here from the uh, Psychic Studio in London, right outside Heathrow Airport, no less. Ah, it's great to be back. Oh, really? 12 years. 12 years. Well, and I've got another well, 12 wrinkles to prove it. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you could settle a, uh, settle a debate for me. I talk to my Brit friends often. And most of them say, you know, I live close enough to Heathrow. If you're going to Gatwick, it would be for a specific reason. But if I'm going to pick you up when you're over here, I'll see you at Heathrow. If people are going to fly over to the U.K. and they want to experience all the glory that is England and the United Kingdom, typically, if you were flying in, Carol, which airport would you prefer? 
Absolutely. Heathrow Airport, they've got a tube straight into London. If you go to Gatwick, you'd have to catch the bus to Heathrow anyway. So <laughs> you might as well go straight to the straight to the horse's mouth. That's at Heathrow. <laughs> okay. Well, see, people here in America, if they're flying into New York, which I think is comparable, there people will say, uh, "Don't go to LaGuardia." You know, unless that's really close to where you are, don't go to LaGuardia. That that, that place is a nightmare. Go to JFK. So that's the way oh. to go. Or you can go to Newark. Which when, uh, next time I fly anywhere near New York City, I'm told that if I go to Newark, Newark, I can be picked up by our host in about 10 minutes. So I think I'm going to choose Newark. It's just important to know these things that during this time when people are making travel plans, travel plans for the holidays. Suzanne and I decided that we weren't going to fly but drive to Chicago for the holidays this year because, and this is something exceptional, and I've never experienced anything like this before. We are going to attend, as honored guests, and I'm so thrilled and we're humbled by it, our relatives have um, a wedding coming up. And not just any wedding, but a formal, and I'm talking about I have to get my tux dry cleaned, formal wedding, an Indian-style wedding with dozens of people flying over from India to downtown Chicago, and we're staying at the Marriott there. I'm told it's nice, and we're going to have a New Year's Eve wedding. Can you believe it? Wow, that's amazing. And a cultural wedding at that as well. They are amazing. I've been to a few few myself over here in London. You'll have an absolutely brilliant time. But I can't speak for the weather, though. No. <laughs> well, that's right. And believe me, our listeners in Seattle aren't going to tell me about it. You know, you think you have... <laughs> rainy weather over there, hold our beer or our coffee in the case of Seattle. Yes, we definitely understand. Which reminds me, I may have told you this before, Carol, that there are so many Brits there who find a second home in the Puget Sound area. They move to Seattle and environs because it's so much like home that they have their purposes served by coming to America, whatever that reason might be. But England never leaves them. That's what I've always noticed about folks from the U.K., the British manners, the British decency, the uh, love of intelligence and learning and an openness to metaphysics, particularly in the psychic realm, is something that seems characteristically English, even though spiritualism per se started in America. Yeah, because it started with the Fox sisters over there in America, didn't it? Way back when, you know, and that was a few decades ago as well. But it's true, Gary, you are so right there, is that you can't take the England out of the English. They take it everywhere they go with them, you know. Um, so so um, you, <laughs> it's, it's, I, it's kind of the other way around for me because I love to be in New York. Yeah, that is my passion, but I don't fly, so I'll never get there. <laughs> but I'm always visualising. I'm always travelling over there to New York, especially this time of the year, because I would uh, I would think it's absolutely beautiful, amazing. The people are, are full of lots of cheer, you know. Um, yeah, I'd just love to be in New York. And, you know, I don't think I would want to come back to England again, no matter what. <laughs> No, I can understand that. Well, if you're not if you're not so keen on flying, you know, can't you just hop a boat in Southampton? 
Well, yeah, I could, because Southampton's, I'm, I'm kind of, if you look at England on the map, London is the centre between the north and the south. And uh, yeah, I could go to Southampton and get the boat over it. It'd take about a week or two, but you know, I could do it. <laughs> I like there cruising. You <laughs> got married in Miami. You beat swimming. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, I just wouldn't wouldn't swim. It's too far, darling, you know. I'd have to have too many tea breaks on the way. <laughs> <laughs> well, this this is fun talk at the holidays, but I actually had another question in mind, Carol, before we open up the phones here in a few minutes. I did want to have a brief discussion with you. I talk to people who are either mediums or otherwise metaphysically in and like to talk about the spirit world and the interaction between spirit, capital S spirit, and the human community. And it made me curious enough to ask around, and I don't think I've gotten a definitive answer. Maybe I will with you. Are you going to get one with me? Is that what you think? (laughs) That's right. (laughs) So no pressure, right? The the question I have, Carol, is through your years, many years, being a medium and working with people from around the globe, and was certainly working with the lovely Hannah, who serves as your ever-reliable spirit guide. Have you ever gleaned or actually had revealed to you whether or not there is a corresponding enthusiasm for the holidays as we celebrate them? People who are here, I don't know whether they're Christian or not. I mean, I know Jewish people, Buddhists, Hindus, you name it, who at least in a civil way love to experience and to celebrate Christmas and, of course, New Year's. With that being the case, is there a correspondence to the way time and celebrations and holidays are viewed in the spirit world? Well, you know, it is my understanding, and it may not be everybody else's understanding, but surely for me, because as you know, Gary, I lost my uh, dad around before Christmas, I lost my mother-in-law before Christmas, and obviously my sister I lost on New Year's Eve as well, you know, and... um, I, I I stopped celebrating it for a while, you know, because I thought it's wrong to celebrate somebody else's life at this time of year when we should all be, you know, um, happy and everything. But given the amount of losses that I'd experienced, I thought, no, it would seem so hypocritical of me to celebrate. But you know what? Um, my spirit guide, Hannah Blesser, who you've spoken about, told me that... Um, we should all be celebrating the festivities, no matter what holiday it is, because when our loved ones were here, they would celebrate with us. And a lot of our memories, a lot of our good memories, are part of made made up a part of those holidays that we encountered when our loved ones was here, you know. So every year I've got the decorations up because I feel like I still want to be within the Christmas spirit between this world and the spirit world, you know. I still want my family to see us enjoying the celebrations that they would have enjoyed when they were here so and you know and I've been saying this to people for a couple of weeks you know my clients you know they don't want to celebrate because they lost you know people last year in covid christmas time was uh an absolutely horrendous time for people losing their close family and friends you know and it's like it put the dampers on wanting to celebrate uh every, you know to celebrate christmas and uh festivities when it came around but i've been saying to my clients and people who've spoken to me about it like you are gary 
celebrate it. Don't hold it in because you're still making those memories for your loved ones in the spirit world. They're still watching over you. They want to be part of your joy and happiness. You know, they want to be part of your memories that you continue to make for them. So I would tell anybody, don't stop celebrating. And, and remember that when you do celebrate, you're celebrating somebody's life that you you loved when they were here on the earth plane anyway. I hope I've said that in the right enough way. I'm glad to hear that. that. That is such good news. I once had a discussion with, actually, I just asked him a question. We talked a little bit. It was just a conversation. But with a spiritualist trained minister who had worked for years in the UK near London and then moved over here to Florida, he and his wife, and they continued their work over here. I asked him one time why it is that at the church that I was attending, we had mediumship available to everyone during a service that was quite beautifully arranged. And you would go up, and there would be an array of mediums, and you would be assigned one, and you'd go over and you'd get your message. This happened twice a year, once at Christmas time and once at Easter time. And sensing a Christian bent, to the, I asked him, you know, over there in the Spirit, with all the spirits, when we all cross over, the, what is it about Christmas and Easter such that we would have two times a year only, they were set aside, and we appropriated the time and energy to have these this service, a divine light service, it's known, and um, that's it. I mean, you can get messages in between if you're selected, but to go up and have the availability of spirit because you choose of your own volition to go and receive a message, that happened twice a year. And I was informed by this minister that that is how it corresponds to the way they celebrate the holidays over in the spirit world. So that makes it part of the organization of heaven, if you will. And I thought, yeah, something didn't ring true to me about that, because not only, you know, can you get messages from mediums anytime you want, get somebody who's good, who's reputable, who's well-trained, who's experienced, and you can have that kind of experience that a lot of us seek. And he said, but no, the two special times really are Christmas and Easter. And that just struck a a rather dull chord with me, because I figured Spirit is always trying to get through to us. Whenever there's an opportunity, how many many times has it happened to you? You're walking through a shopping mall, and a spirit says, hey, hey, that's, that's my wife. That's my widow right there. I died 10 years ago. I'd love to get a message across to her. She'll want to know if I'm doing okay. It doesn't matter whether it's December 25 or May 12 or any day you pick. When the opportunity is there, it seems like spirit is, in its holy way, ready to strike. Of course, but I think those, you're, you're absolutely right there. Um, spirit is available 24 7, 365 days a year. Um, but I feel like the church that you was a part of there obviously celebrated the uh, resurrection of Jesus Christ through Christmas and through the Easter there. So they're both connected to uh, the birthdays and anniversaries of Jesus Christ there. And I guess the Reverend thought, well, this is going to be special because uh, this is what happened to Jesus and we must celebrate on these two days, you know. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, you know, I guess it's a situation where, at least organizationally, ecclesiastically, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Well, yeah, 
there is that as well, you know. But it's just a shame, you know. Uh, well, it's it's the churches, isn't it, Gary? You know, they've got uh, their rules. It's like government. They've got rules for themselves, but not for everybody else. And it's the same with the churches. They've got their own rules, but they don't apply to everybody else all, all, all of the time. Right. And it's things uh, in the ecclesiastical world, the world of churches, follow an organizational structure because otherwise, and sometimes where we fail in the task, but it's hard to avoid chaos. Because when you're dealing, you really have a foot each in two worlds. There, I mean, not you especially as a medium, but anybody who practices a metaphysical form of religion, it seems to me, has a foot in two different worlds. And if they don't collide, they don't always mesh easily unless you're working pretty diligently to achieve that kind of harmony. Yeah, I, I totally agree. And um, a professor who um, I used to work for at the university at one time, he's deceased now, bless him. But he, when I was researching um, why uh, science, a lot of scientists over 20 years ago, this was, couldn't prove that there was an afterlife or why they wouldn't acknowledge there was an afterlife or that there was spirits and ghosts. He always said to me, well, you will never fit in their world and you and they will never fit in your world and never the twain shall meet kind of thing, you know, because they've got their belief system and, and I've got my belief system and that's the way it's going to work. You know, that's fascinating in itself, Carol, because there I've often wondered whether science and religion, and they're divided into two camps, they're just in popular consciousness. I wonder if there is a through way, some possibility of religion and science shaking hands and coming to a common understanding at some point as we evolve the ability to grow spiritually, to handle our minds and our emotions in such a way as to open up ourselves to the greater reality. And if they're using different languages, and if they tend to even disparage, but certainly critique each other's approach to the appreciation of reality, big fancy term for that would be epistemology, right? The philosophy of how we know things. I wonder if they really can ever get together. That to me, that to me would be the omega to the alpha of the beginning. If we reach that point, man, you know, the second coming would be the only thing that could beat an experience like that. That would be that would be so amazing there, Gary, you know, but having the, the uh, there is there are uh, quite a few scientists out there. I believe one is in uh, works for Harvard New, uh, University himself after building an afterlife center over here from Southampton University. Um, Sam Parnier, his name is, um, he's a professor. You've got him over your your, your side now. But um, uh, so. um they, a lot of scientists uh, cannot, will not uh, conclude that there is an afterlife because having read on the types of experiments that they've performed over the years, going back centuries as well, it seems like their conclusion is, is that they can't prove it because the experiment can't be repeated and it can't be repeated because you won't have the same spirit coming through at the same uh, 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 at different times you know what I mean so if I can say my sister's coming from the spirit world tomorrow at five o'clock I want this researcher this scientist to be here so that he can uh, see the evidence between us that just would not happen he may see it once but he wouldn't see it again if you see what I mean yes so you, I do you, That's you, can't, you can't, because you know what 
past, present, and future blend together, or so it's been explained to me on the other side. And we have an ethical rule as metaphysicians, and this applies particularly to mediums because they've told me so. You can't summon spirits. You know, come before us. It, it doesn't work that way. You can invite, you can welcome, you can share your love, and perhaps they will come through and have a message for you. But it's not like that we can uh, look at the clock and the calendar and tell spirits what to do. No, you just you just couldn't do that, you know. And personally, I never go up to somebody and I say, hey, you know, I've got your mommy, you know, or your dad or your brother or your sister. I can't do that because to me, people need to come to me for their relatives, their friends, their loved ones to bring through that message. Otherwise, it's kind of, I feel like it's a disservice to the spirit world if I kept going up to people and say, like some mediums do, but if I kept going up saying, hey, you, you know, I've got your mummy, would you understand this and this? I would not know what state of mind that person was in. And that's why I leave it for people to come to me. So I don't go touting for business. <laughs> business comes to me. <laughs> well, that's the way to do it, too. That's, <laughs> I mean, because, and here again, because spirits are not shy. They're, it's not like they don't wish to make themselves available. They know how to go through the channels. Most, it seems to me that, you know, when they are available and willing, you've really got something going for you because you're talking to someone in another dimension of life and hopefully someone you love and who loves you. But uh, in addition to that, they have to do a great deal. You would say this yourself, Carol. They have to do a great deal to bring down their vibration, which seems counterintuitive in the spirit world, perhaps. But they bring down their vibration just so they can get through a message to us because the vibration in which we earthlings operate when we have these earth suits on is a much lower and denser vibration than what you find in the spirit world. Isn't that true? That's true. Yeah, their frequency is uh, their frequency and their vibration is a lot higher than ours. That's why the spirit world, in my view, in my opinion, is a world of intelligence, you know, compared to what we live in here. <laughs> I mean, where is intelligence that exists on the earth plane, you know, compared to that of the spirit world, you know, it's uh, two, two different, two completely different worlds. Yeah. It's still connected by each and every soul. That's right. Two different worlds, in a sense, but also two different spheres within one greater harmonious reality. That's what I've been taught. Yeah, absolutely, Gary. 100%. We have reached the bottom of the hour of this one-hour program. Carol Bromley, would you be interested in taking some calls? Oh, yes, absolutely. I, You know, if you've got one there from William and Katie, I don't mind taking it, you know? <laughs> okay, well, that's fine. Look well, after you, our royals, You please. know I'll get them right through. I'll get them right through. Are they still in Boston? The real royals. The real yeah, royals. Right. The Buckingham House. You've got them with you. I know. <laughs> well, now, now we've started something. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, uh, and, that's, and by the way, I, Suzanne and I uh, watched eagerly. I think we caught just about every minute of the Queen's funeral. And um, I must say that it was magnificent. It was beautiful. It was deeply spiritual. And everything was timed down to the instant with such precision that I can say I've never seen anything like it before and probably never 
will again, unless, of course, you count the coronation coming up next spring. Yeah, my my God, it's such it was such a sad occasion, and what a wonderful woman she was as well. You know, um, she'd entertained so many dignitaries. She'd been around the world doing business, so you know, all of her life, she because you know you've heard that she passed of cancer as well at the end. She uh, that's the the uh, reason that uh, she uh, passed with. But you know, days before she was shaking hands with the new prime minister and the old prime minister there as well. But what a woman, you know, not shy of of hard work at all. But do you know what, Gary? As well, they're having to replace the slabs at Windsor Castle now. Uh, not yeah, Windsor Castle because people not Windsor Castle. Minister Abbey, because people wore them out looking at a, a coffin as they walked. There was too many people. They've worn the slabs out now, so they've got to replace them. Oh, I, I didn't hear that. Yes, they have. Yeah, they, they it cracked all the the slabs, all the all the flooring where the oh, wow. where she was being laid to rest there because thousands upon thousands of people passed through to pay their respect to such a dignified you know an amazing an amazing lady there oh uh, well god bless her and what a tremendous legacy she leaves us all she was a she gift does. to the world queen elizabeth ii yeah, she does. She was, she was abs. Nothing was too, you know, she was very, she had a very good sense of humor as well. Did you know that? Some of the stories that I've read from people um, after she passed, it was like she did enjoy a joke, especially with her husband as well, Philip, there, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, That's right. Yeah. I understand that she kept her sense of humor there, uh, rather discreet because you never know who's around but i mean when she felt uh, safe she could she could be quite witty yeah she was she she just knew how to she just knew how to uh present herself let's say not like some royals out there at the moment you know the queen had dignity integrity respect she has a lot of support from people worldwide you know yeah, oh, not, not everybody's going to see. Not everybody's perfect. Not everybody's going to see as a perfect monarch, you know. But um, it's it's the views are like have to be two way, you know. You've got a lot of woke people, and it seems like everybody's getting offended these days. You can't say anything, but it seems to me like it's a one way conversation. Like they can say something to us, and no, and and we can be offended, but we don't make a big deal out of it, you know. But if we say something, God forbid, and right. they don't like it, it's like the whole world's got to know about it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Hey Gary, yeah, can I, I mean. Gary? Can I jump in here too for a second? Um, we have some callers coming in, but let's give out the number as well. It's eight 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 two nine eight five five six nine. If you'd like to join the show with Carol Bromley today, it's eight 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 two nine eight five five six nine. And Gary, also, let's do this. Let's um, take a quick break because um, I'm going to okay. move you over to another phone bank so we can make this all work. Is that all right? That sounds fine to me. Carol Bromley is with us from across the pond. And we are offering messages to you through her professional good graces and with the help of her spirit guide, Hannah. The spirit world speaks. Let's take our break, and we will be right back. Staying connected with Gary Mance and Suzanne Mitchell is easy. Just go to manceandmitchell.com for the latest info on topics and guests. Friend Gary Mance and Suzanne Mitchell on their Facebook pages and like the Mance and Mitchell show page at facebook.com slash Mitchell. 
If you're on Twitter, share a follow with Gary and Suzanne at Mance Mitchell. Join Gary and Suzanne Friday and Saturday mornings at 10 a.m. for an unusual show that covers everything from personal growth to the paranormal. Here's an amazing act. Here's a tremendous act. Here's a startling act. The amazing, the thrilling, the greatest, spectacular, incredible, exciting, wonderful, world fame, most unusual novelty act. The home of the A-Team of Alternative Talk is ManceAndMitchell.com. Heard right here on Alternative Talk 1150 AM or streaming live from your computer anywhere. Welcome back to Manson Mitchell, and I am now joining you for the second half of the show. Oh, yes, she made it. She made it. We we had some interesting ghosts of past, present, and future all operating within our machinery today, but we think we've chased them away. And Carol Bromley, we are so happy to have you back with us. Did you tell Carol why today was a special day? I was just going to say, I know. (laughs) Oh, you know why it's a special day, yeah. December 2nd, December 2 is a special day for both Gary and me because December 2 was the day of his mother's birth. And so we celebrate Mary Bell Mance and her birthday. It also coincidentally happened to be my mother's passing day, December 2, and so one went came into the world as a little baby. The other went out of this world and back to heaven on December 2. And so this is a day that Gary and I celebrate together. Our moms, pictures of our moms out there. And uh, we are uh, happy to have you with us today, Carol. Thank you for inviting me back. And let me um, express my joy and happiness for the life that both your both your mothers gave you and for the life that they live my condolences are with you but also my joy and happiness for the life that they've they've borne through them as well thank you thank you that's very very well well said and let us not forget to mention that uh, a great songbird has ascended to heaven christine mcvee of fleetwood mac Oh, I'm sad about that. Carol, I, I the closest I ever came, and I know we've got a caller, so I'll make this really quick, but God bless Christine McVie, the closest I ever came to being physically possessed <laughs> in the best possible way was when I had a great seat to the Fleetwood Mac concert back wow. in 1977, the Rumors Tour. I was in San Diego, California. My favorite Fleetwood Mac song of all time is Say You Love Me written and performed by Christine McVie, and they opened the show with it. And I tell you, all of that beautiful sound in this arena was just moving through my body. I felt not only transported, I felt possessed. And I still remember, I get just chills about what a great show that was at that time, at the peak of their fame. And Christine McVie was responsible for a lot of their success. My word, what, what a lot of beautiful energy there you must have felt. Uh, and love Absolutely. as well. It's when people talk, when people act, when people perform, you can feel their genuine love, can't you? You feel oh, that. I absolutely energy. did. You know, it, it's great when it's there. It's not all the time, but when it's there, you realize how special that moment is to you. And when it is there, you know people are, do, are in the right job because they're expressing their love by what they do. The same as you, the same as me, the same as Benny there, and the same as your callers as well, you know. If you're in the right job, your love will be felt and shown, you know. That's beautifully said, Carol. Thank you. Now let's move on to our callers. We Our first caller is Marie from Seattle. Marie, say hello to Carol Bromley. 
Hi, Carol. Hello, Marie. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I, I'm very well, darling. It's lovely to speak to you. Merry Christmas. So yeah, um, when I um, uh, tune into your energies there, Maria, I'm aware of, I want to say that, oh, I've gone all shivery now, all down my back as well. I'm aware of a lady who's stepping forward uh, to have a conversation with you uh, today. I have to say this evening, because where I am, it's like 20 to 7 in the evening here. London but I do feel with this lady that she she wants to say to you Marie I feel like don't worry things are only temporary now I don't know if things have got a little bit out of control or a little bit off track with you Marie but it's almost like she wants to pick you up and put you on a different road and say to you try this way because this way is going to be much more productive and much more exciting and balanced for you there I also feel I want to say because uh, I work with dates months and years as evidence here Marie I want to say this lady makes me feel I need to connect to the month of April that would uh, reflect to a birthday a passing or an anniversary but she specifically also gives me the number 27 or the 27th of the month or 27 years as being important there but whatever's going on with you here Marie I also feel like from the psychic side is that it's also time for you to play yeah maybe you've been trying to do too much and maybe you've kind of got lost in yourself there yeah but it's also a time for you to seek out more fruitful and joyous experiences to find more happiness and also more importantly here Marie is to bring more balance into into your life do, do you see that yeah I do yeah yeah. So, yeah. So it's kind of um, I want to say that I, I want to say this lovely, beautiful, motherly figure. And believe me, her halo is shining. So I know that she would have been such a good uh, lady when she was here um, in the physical body. And I also feel like she would have lit up a room anywhere she went because she's got she's wearing this amazing halo that's shining so bright. It's lighting up even my room here, even my office here in uh, London here you know and I feel like she's trying to uh, give you this light this sign to tell you it is time to lighten up it is time to let go of what was it is time for you to move forward yet and find a different way of life or a different way of doing things here Marie do you see that I can yeah Okay, yeah. that's lovely. So know that I want to say this beautiful motherly figure that's hanging out with you at this time is making sure that your energy is crossing over to the right path. Yeah. Okay, oh, okay. not crossing over to the spirit world. No, I'm not doing a John Edward here, you know, crossing over or anything like that. But crossing over. You've got to go over the road to find out the beauty in front of you and ahead of you there, Marie. Okay, thank you. It, so take some risks. Well, thank yeah? you. Thank you for that holiday reading. Yeah, you're welcome. And happy Christmas. Happy holidays. Happy holidays, Marie. And thank, thank you, you for Marie. calling. We have an open line now. So I want to give out a couple of numbers. If you're in Western Washington, you can call area code 425-373-5527. And also toll-free, 1-888-298-5569. So those are the numbers. 
Our second caller today is Ken from Issaquah. Ken, say hello to Carol Bromley. Hello, hello, Carol. How are you doing? Hello, Ken, darling. How are you, love? I'm doing well. Thank you very much. You're doing well. That's fantastic there. So I'm picking up on your voice vibration there, Ken. Um, I see, I feel with you, I want to say that, and I've got a lot of spirit coming through my door this evening that I can see queuing up here. I want to say that I've got a fatherly figure in the spirit world who wants to step forward uh, for you today, to, to today ken i also feel like he wants to connect to either a birthday an anniversary or a passing there in the month of march he's also given me the number four fourth of the month or four years as being important there ken and i also feel like i want to say that i want to say this man is is um showing me injury to the knees and to the leg there as well so i don't I feel like there may have been a mobility issue with this uh, beautiful gentleman before he transitioned to the spirit world. But I also feel like he, he kind of minded his own business. And I feel like this is you, Ken. You don't want to get involved in everybody else's business unless you really, really have to. Do you see that as well? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, very much so. Yeah, because yeah, it's almost like... I, I want to say he says that you get drawn into things that uh, uh, take take a long time to, um, to to process, you know, and it's like uh, you spend a lot of time doing things that um, other people should be doing or doing things that you thought may only take a, a few minutes of your time, you know, but it seems like things that you get involved with there can keep dragging on. He also shows me uh, chopping up wood. Does that make sense to you, chopping up wood? They're always chopping wood. Yes, yes. Yeah. So it's like he's chopping up wood. Um, and I feel like I feel like the outside, the open air, nature, the trees, you know, the, the parks, the I don't know what you call them over there, the forest, you know. I feel like this would be an important area, not just to this gentleman who's stepping forward for you, this lovely fatherly figure, but also to you as well, yeah. Um he also connects to Canada. Do you have can Canadian connections, Ken? Uh, not that I'm aware of. Sorry, I do beg my I'm, pardon. Sorry, Ken. I, um, I've visited Canada a few times. Uh, uh, I have some okay. relatives through my wife. There you go. That's the Canadian connections he's absolutely talking about. So he knows that uh, you visited Canada. He knows that uh, your relatives are on your wife's side there as well. Yeah. Um, and it may be that he is himself connected to your wife's side of the family, Ken, here. Yeah. So um, I want to ask, who's the lady who's been going through a lot of, um, he, who's having a lot of healing here on the earth plane at the moment? Because he makes me feel a, a lot of healing energies going to a beautiful lady around you um uh i it could be a, a sister uh i'm not sure exactly i guess okay well keep hold keep hold of the healing energies and just know that they're going to a beautiful lady and i do feel the lady would be close to you as there as well ken i do feel that who's october connected to ken uh, did you say October? Yes, darling. I said October. Um, uh, I'm trying to think here. Uh, I'm not sure at the moment. 
Would somebody have needed something, some sort of healing or uh, medical uh, treatment in October? Oh, wow. Um, I'm trying to think uh, who... Because because it makes me feel like the healing connects to the month of October here. Oh, okay. 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 So, again, it may be connected to the lady, the beautiful lady that he's showing me here. Yeah. I do feel the lady would be in her 50s as well, um, would be in her 50s. He's showing me 50s with this lady. Okay. Um, okay. So, yeah. So, um, does it make sense yet? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Not it, all it, of I mean, it, but yeah. Yeah. It does make sense. It's starting to make sense to you now. He's giving me a little bit more information there. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. So that's fine. Um, oh, oh God. Okay. All right. So um, he also makes me. Uh, he also makes me feel like there's a dental problem, or somebody's got a problem with their teeth and their mouth as well going on. So maybe that's part of the healing process there as well, Ken. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I just had a tooth fixed. <laughs> you had the tooth. Oh well, there you go then. So you know, he's, he's, you would put all this together. He's saying, yeah, but know that he's. It's almost like he wants to gather with you. He wants to gather around the fire as well. It's almost like I'm. I've got a bottle of sherry here that I need to share with you. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's it. I. 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 No other bottle. Just the sherry. I'm not. A, I'm not a spirit drinker. I'm a spirit talker. But I just feel like the <laughs> sherry is a, an important spirit that he would want to share with you and the family. He's saying there, Ken. Okay. Okay, lovely. All right. Yeah, so we'll say you thank you very much, very and we wish you a very happy and merry holiday. Don't get drunk on all yeah, that sherry. Yeah. You too. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks, Thanks thank you Ken. for calling. Good to hear Ken. from you. We appreciate that. Thank you. You, you know, Carol, somebody um, said something once to me that I, I thought was, was really good. And I, I, I'm going to guess that you agree. And that is that even though most of us can't see our spirit loved ones or hear them, it doesn't mean that they're not around from time to time. And you can invite them to tea. You can say, I'm going to make a pot of tea and I'm inviting in my mother, my father, you know, a relative and just sit down. And even though you can't see them, you can still talk to them and they'll hear you. Now, do you agree with all that? Is that a good thing to do over the holidays? Absolutely. I mean, just not just the holidays, but any day of the year at any time, you can just call your loved ones forward and say, well, I'm having a cup of tea. Shall we have a little chat at the same time? Like mom, you can say mom, you know, um, shall we have a little chat at the same time, you know, and just recall the memories with that person so that they can enjoy those memories as well. And you may even feel a draft around your head, your hands, your feet, you know, or your nose or feel like you've walked through a spider's web. That's their energy coming close to you there or you might hear a tapping or um uh something a, a picture falls off the wall or something you know um yes. they they will do anything to give you a sign that they are close and but on the other hand there's people who say i can never feel them around me why right. is that you know, um, I used to, but I don't anymore. Well, if you used to feel them around you, it's they're telling you and you don't anymore. It's they're telling you that you've accepted that 
they've had to make that transition yeah yes. so they can leave you knowing that you're okay because you've accepted it you don't feel them around you anymore do you see that that's excellent thank you for mentioning that we have time for one more caller and we have okay. sue calling from seattle so sue please say hello to carol bromley hello carol hello sue how are you very good thank you my word, Sue, you've got busy energies going on there, darling, haven't you? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I do feel like you've got a, a plan of action going on there. Is that right? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's almost like you're planning everything right down to the last detail, almost like a wedding planner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's like everything's going to be perfect, yeah, or as perfect as you can create it and make it there, Sue. Now, Sue, as I talk to you, I'm aware of a lovely gentleman in the spirit world. It makes me feel, I want to say he's a fatherly figure here. Um, oh, uh, what did he What did he make me say that? Um, oh, I'm just talking so fast. He makes me feel like, oh, that's it. He talks about November, the month of November. I want to talk about November as being a birthday anniversary or passing, either to him, to you, or to people close to you or around you, maybe family members, if it's not connected to him himself there. So he, he mentions November as being important. I also feel like I want to say the 13th of the month or 13 years would also be important there. Yeah, or 30, uh, 13 years ago, in the past there so yeah but it's almost like he says that you need to take a break are you flying out somewhere as well sue yeah because he's coming with you <laughs> i know i'll be visiting He's booked, he's booked his seat, he's saying. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, he's already booked up with you there, you know, and it's kind of tools down. He said, but leave the phone at home because he knows what you like. Yeah. <laughs> he says, she needs to leave that, let go of that phone. It's like glued to her ear. He's <laughs> yeah okay um he also talks about two children two children would be important um or two grandchildren there but two children would be important as family there um uh he also talks about the loss of a brother does that make sense to you yeah yeah because he's talking about the loss of a brother and he said but don't worry because the brother's right here with me we are together and he says we've gone fishing so i can see the sign up saying gone fishing <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so um it's absolutely amazing because they still do their own holidays even though we don't know they still go on their own vacays over in the spirit world wow. to places that they would have loved and gone to when they were here on the earth playing yeah but he does talk about exciting times coming up for you he shows me i don't know if there is a wedding but he's showing me two rings coming up with you and he's showing me doors of opportunity coming up with you now i don't know if somebody's building their own uh their own property or their own mansion or their own home but he's showing me it's time to move yeah and the next okay. move is going to be to a place that i'm going to put my own energies in it and not somebody else's energies i don't know if that makes sense but this is what he's showing me it and this is what he's telling me so he also tells me watch out for next september october because he feels like this is the time well when the migration will start to connect and take place with the new property or the new investment of a property going on there as well yeah does somebody sing in your family there sue another i'm aware of because he's singing he's singing but he's singing praises okay yeah 
it's kind of singing praises here, singing your praises. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Um. All right. So he also shows me number seven, the num- uh, 47, the number 47. So that may be connected to a house number or it may be a year, uh, the year, or it could be the uh, the person's age there as well. Yeah. Now he's also showing me Santa's hat, but he's knitted it. Not him, but the Santa's hat is one that's been knitted with a bobble on the end of it. You know, mm-hmm. and it's kind of a very colourful uh, Santa hat as well. Not the regular red and white ones, but this is like a colourful one. It's like a rainbow Santa's hat. So watch out for that, because if you haven't got one now, he's putting one on your head there for the future. Yeah? And his, he shows me all these different colours, too. He's saying there's nothing wrong with energies interfering in your future because you know exactly where your destiny is leading you to. Do you understand that? Yes. Yeah, because you know what you want, he says. You know what your purpose is and you're going after it. Good. Okay? Uh Uh-huh. Excellent. Excellent. Well, thank you for calling, Sue. We appreciate your calling in today. And your patience as you wait. Lots of changes coming up for you. Embrace your life purpose uh, there, Sue, because whatever makes your heart full of joy is exactly what you're meant to be doing there oh thank you you're welcome and know that the angels of healing are with you at this time as well oh that's good to hear thank you so much you're welcome my lovely happy holidays happy holidays to sue and Carol, I just want to say, you know, that we we are a a radio show that does not videotape, but I can see you through the Zoom connection. And I would like to tell our listeners that you are absolutely beautiful today. You look like an angel. (laughs) That's my halo. I take it everywhere when I'm working. (laughs) I see your halo. You look absolutely stunningly beautiful. And I so appreciate your coming on today and giving those messages and celebrating the holidays with us as you've done for so many years now. Thank you, 12 years. Thank you so much, each and every one of you. And to all your callers, I wish you each and every one of you a very happy holiday as well. Celebrate in bo- for both worlds. Celebrate for both worlds, not just one, but both. Thank you. Great, Great advice. advice. Great advice. And happy holidays and much love to you too, Carol. <laughs> All right. And we certainly hope to do this with Carol Bromley again. Just putting it oh, out there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we will. We will. I think we got to skip next year because it's 13 years. That's unlucky, isn't it? There we go. <laughs> no, I'm going to be here. I'm going to be here. <laughs> and make sure you stay tuned for American Road Trip Talk at 1 o'clock today as well. All those Christmas venues to go visit. Lights, lights everywhere. Thanks so much for tuning in today, everybody. Let this be the start. If you haven't gotten off to a head start, let this be the start of a great holiday season for you.